Hey, Daniel. Yeah. You're, you're probably not much of a fashion guy, are you? No. Well, turns out there's a company that's actually being run by someone in our school. Really? Yeah, it's Brandon Wagner. You know him? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to drive my bus. Yeah, I had pre-calc with him. Super cool dude. Really? Yeah, he told me in the class that he started this business, and it's called Abandoned Desires. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So, he was telling me about it, and I was thinking, I don't know, it's probably not going to be my style. Like, my style, my style is pretty, you know, specific, you know? Like, I, I like certain clothes, and I, I really don't like, you know, the mainstream clothes. Definitely. Checked it out. Dude. Perfect. Exactly my style. What all the literally what all the kids are wearing today. Really? It's um, like I'm being genuine. It's an amazing business. Yeah. I'm going to buy some myself. I've already hit him up about it. Really? I'm being genuine. I'm not. I'm gonna hit on that too. Really? Yeah. Definitely. It doesn't look like quite your style. Do, do you like? Well, you probably hits, you probably don't like the criteria. Do you like simple shirts? Yeah, definitely. Like just like you know like the logo on the top yeah, left. Yeah. Not too perfect, low. dude. That's literally his. That's his clothes. So where is he at? He's in. He lives in Staunton, actually, with us. What's it, how do I get a hold of him? I would probably his go. Website, to, I would right? probably go to his website www.abandonedesires.com. Listen, guys, these shirts are going like fucking hotcakes right now. You gotta hop on this deal right now. These shirts are going today in store right now. You get a two hundred twenty-five dollar gift card upon installation. Let's go, boys. Michael, what do you think about Abandoned Desires? Very good. Very good product. Okay. Very high quality product. Okay? Look, if McAllen approves of it, you should approve of it. The product go is very high quality. <laughs> go to www.abandonedesires.com. Buy all of his clothes right now because it's going to be selling out. He has the dopest clothes ever. Oh, Daniel. Daniel. What? We're good. What's going on? We're rolling, baby. Really? We're rolling, my babies. My babies. Hey, my babies. My babies. We're going, Daniel. What the? What's going on in the world? Do you know? Going on in the world. What do you know? Uh, not much, really. What do you know? Dude, I love when old out. people say that, bro. What do you know? They come up to you and like, hey, what do you know? It's like, ah, nothing. What do you Dude, know? My old, uncle old always, fart? My, my uncle always <laughs> catches me with uh, what is it? Uh, I'm like, uh, or he's like, oh, what do you know? And I'm like, uh, not much, really. He's like, don't be too honest. And I'm like, <laughs> he always catches me with that. It's literally been, I've been on this earth for like 18 years. Dude, that's funny. 17 of them, he's done it. You know what I mean? That one actually. Shout out to my mom, he said that. That one actually, yeah. That made me laugh. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. You know who Dog the Bounty Hunter is? Oh, the wife with the big old titties? Yeah, did you hear about her? What? Bro, she's in a coma. What? Medically induced. Did you know she had uh, throat cancer? Really? Yeah, she had throat cancer. I, it, it had to have been from the cigarettes. Really? She, I'm, I'm assuming she smokes. Oh, okay. I mean, just, just look at her, bro. She 100% smokes. Oh. <laughs> look at the tits. Dude, hey, let's be honest. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Dude, please tell me the podcast picked that up, bro. Just I don't know. You can see the fucking like or the areolas or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, like the the brown part. You know like, how I knew about that? How's that? Uh, shout out to Wheeler Walker Jr. Drop him out. His tits are uh, drop him out. Let me see them titties. Oh, whatever. dude, that, that reminds one, me. That song. Um, did you listen to Joe's new podcast with that Bob Lazar guy? Maybe about the aliens. Uh, I'm about to, yeah. Dude, mind blowing or what? What? Mind blowing or what? Bro, he worked in Area 51, but it was, like, a sub part of Area 51. So, like, like here's Area 51, then, like, four miles, like, southwest or some shit of Area 51. 
It's like it's called like fifty one U or something like or okay. some shit like that. And literally, he claims there's nine UFOs there, like nine really? saucers. And like, there's literally proof of him working there. And like, um, like once he knew about this, um, you yeah. know, obviously as he was working there, people were following him around and shit like that, like keeping tabs on him, keeping track of where he's at and everything. He's like, "What the fuck, man? Like, I'm literally about to get murked. Like, obviously Jeez. they don't want me here anymore. You know, they stopped. Yeah. They stopped calling me in as much. Like, I, th- I don't know. I think I've I've listened like eighth grade year. I was skeptical of everything. Yeah, and everything, bro. Uh, there was. Shoot, what was it? I was listening to one documentary. Just imagine you're. We probably said it a million times about your job. How you have to drive to like St. Louis every day. Yeah. Basically, bro. We go here. Uh, they were explaining to people who work at Area Fifty One. Their commute. They went to the airport, took a secret plane to Area Fifty One and back every day. Yeah. Well, this guy. Um. Like, he, he had everything. He, he, I mean, he was working on the UFOs because he was, originally, he was, like, an astrophysicist. Yeah. And he literally put a, a, a jet engine on the back of his Hyundai, on the back of his car, and he was driving to work with it. A jet fucking engine. He engineered He engineered it himself. Wait, like, like a put, part of it? or like... No, like, like an entire, like, jet turbine. It was, it made the front page of the news, um... You know, it had what college he, like, he was a professor, had yeah. what um, what college he worked for, and then he started working with Area 51 because he got contacted by them, and then, like I said, you know, they started cutting his hours down, they started following him around, he's like, okay, like, I'm slowly getting weaned out of here, and I'm about to, I'm about to get murked, so what he oh, did is, shit. he took all of his friends, put them in an RV van, and drove them out, like, just to the top of the mountain range, and he literally, like, he, all of his friends had eyes on the UFO, and they were testing it. They were in the UFO flying it around and shit, around the, the test place and everything. Seriously? Yeah, all of his friends. And he said there was one time, um, he didn't know it, but literally every time, like, they, they probably went out there, like, ten times on the RV. Like, they camped out there. They had, like, a grill and everything. He said one time in the middle of the night, you could see, like, green, like, it almost looked like green eyes everywhere. And they're like, oh, man, these fireflies are fucking crazy. And then he literally, like, he saw, like, a green bulb, and it, like, fell to the ground, and, like, it started rolling towards him. And, like, as it rolled in, like, the light of the campfire, it was a night vision, uh, like, like, uh, like, scope. Like, a night vision, like, telescope. And Jeez. they, like, they flipped on, like, the lights in the RV, military guys surrounding them. They're Holy just, they're, shit. They were just listening. Like, they were just listening to their conversations. All around? Yeah, and they were cool with it. Like, they all just, like, kind of ran off. They were just listening. And then, um, uh, come to find out, like, they sat him down, and he was like, dude, what the fuck's happening? Like, why am I being followed? Like, I'm one of the top engineers here. Like, I've made uh, advancements with the UFO and shit like that. And they were, um, so they had his phone lines tapped, right? Yeah, and, obviously, um, they probably did. Yeah, and he's working, like, probably 14 hours a day on this shit. Yeah. And so he's never home with his wife. Oh, Turns shit. out his wife's having an affair on him. God. And they knew the whole time. So they're like, okay, we're going to give him some time to himself. Set away, you know, because maybe he knows. We don't really know the full what's happening. So all we can hear is over the phone. Like, we're going to let him deal with this. That way it doesn't affect, you know, his work life. Yeah. And then he didn't know that, and then he found out through them tapping his fucking phones. Jesus. So they got divorced and everything, and then... Um, Shit like, went downhill. I can't remember, but, like, he kept working there, and then eventually, I think since he told his friends, like, they obviously fired him. Yeah. And they didn't, like, they didn't kill him because he kept his mouth quiet for a long-ass time, until now, obviously. And um, ever since he's been getting his story out, and think about it, if they kill him, all his friends already seen it. 
Yeah. All their friends are going to turn back on the government and just I was thinking about that. Like, they all go out to the desert, see the UFO. <clears throat> like, they kill him, five guys. You can cover that up. But how many friends was that he took out there? Okay. Like, like say he took ten friends out there. Each one of those friends, how, like, how many people do you know that, like, know your name? Ooh, Tons of hey. them. They have to kill all of them. Dude. I was in New my trip to New York or whatever, like, the podcast already knows, but anyhow, so our tour guide, like, tour guides are crazy, like, I don't know, like, the one, like, from every trip I take, this one dropped some knowledge on me, bro, it's the, it's called something, like the rule of six or something, through six year friends, you know everybody in the world. Because of who they know? Because of who they know, they know six more friends, they know six more people, Six more people, six more people. It's true, bro. So you have six friends and family. They, I mean, you don't everybody know knows. them, know them. Yeah, but <laughs> but it, everybody's everybody knows everybody, or everybody's yeah. related to everybody. Yeah, everyone. No, no, no. It's everybody is related to everybody. Everyone has a possibility of knowing someone, like if they dig deep enough. Yeah. Know, they just keep digging, keep digging, keep digging. But anyways, um. So this guy, he gets fired by them and everything, and they're like, alright, keep your fucking mouth shut, otherwise bad shit's gonna happen. And then eventually, he got, he was, like, they had the whole story written out on, like, a video or something like that. He, he actually has videos of the UFOs. Of course, it was taken at night on a 1980s camera, and, you know, yeah. it's, it's not the best, and there's been a lot of debunkers, like, that kind of, you know, fuck around with the video, and they say it's fake. But, I mean... He knows, like, he knew people that worked there, and those people yeah. verified that he was there. Oh, so shoot. what the government did, they um, they raced his birth certificate. What? It's gone. It was at his mom's house, and his mom was looking for it one day. Gone. Because it already got ransacked. It's gone. Just one day out of the blue, just fucking gone. Jeez. Fuck, my mouse turned off. But, uh, yeah, birth certificate gone. All records of him working at the university, gone. Government took everything. Anything that proves that he's a living human being in the government's eyes, gone. All his friends got fired from their jobs. All fired. All their security clearances, gone. Any any of his friends that worked at other like uh, military bases, fired. No security clearances. So basically, they didn't kill him, but they fucked up his entire family, his entire friend group. Anyone that he had in direct contact with on a daily basis, fired. So they hate him now. Yeah, yeah, basically. But they basically, yeah, they made it, They tried making him look like a public enemy. They tried making him look crazy. They tried, like, framing him and shit like that. So would you rather die? No, dude, look. I mean, he's... Okay, uh, okay I, I know. Okay, so, like, the only out... nine UFOs. Like, this is, like, legitimately confirmed. Like, yeah. it's crazy. No, 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 I'm saying in, in his boots, would you... Like, the only out for him is to obviously get on all the podcasts... Get on the main social... I wouldn't go on, uh, what was it, actual news yeah. anchors because they will... Yeah. They're just doing it for ratings. You have an old, old farmer looking at it. He's like, get me shit yeah. out of here. Dude, you know yeah, what I, mean? I would do exactly what he did. He came in contact with like a, a movie producer. And the guy, obviously, he wants ratings. He wants views. So he kind of... Like whenever he was he like it was Bob Lazar and then the movie producer. The movie producer was like, "Oh, you'll find out on the movie on Netflix because the movie's on Netflix, bro. I haven't seen it." What is it called? Ah, uh, it's called Area Fifty One Flying Saucers or something like. Oh, uh, okay. Dude, just I want to watch it so bad. I'm gonna just watch look it up, tonight. Just look up the movie title. Or uh, something. Yeah, but um, what was I saying? Joe Rogan did not like the movie producer. 
because he could kind of read through it. He was like, oh yeah, he's like, this is like you're like, because the guy like he has migraines and shit like that, um, and like he was like feeling nauseous, and then like the movie producer was like, tell him how you were feeling nauseous five minutes ago. And oh, like, he he was on the podcast too. The movie producer was yeah. What? Yeah. Well, I don't know. They both were. Yeah, because that's I guess that's like his agent or something like that. But oh um, yeah. But yeah, the guy, Bob Lazar, the guy that worked at Area 51, he said these UFOs, the nine UFOs, were discovered in the 60s. Mm. They found them on other planets in the 60s. And they also found one of them through a dig, like an archaeological dig. Like they were looking for dinosaurs, and they found it in the fucking Earth. Jeez. How crazy is that, bro? I mean, you can't blame the government government for covering that up. Yeah. You gotta... People just got to keep going, you know what I mean? Right. Something, okay, someone dies. That doesn't affect people on the other side of the planet. Yeah. But nine UFOs, a fleet, or not a, a what's it called, air wing yeah. of advanced technology will scare other governments, will try, will make them try to sabotage, will make them try to break down our government, cause psychological behind the lines warfare it will they will try to get their hands on it just because of nationalism well i mean say all it is is it's just like um something that can fly like who the fuck cares like it can fly it can fly faster than our airplanes oh cool we can make faster airplanes we can travel space yeah that's amazing but what what do the government really want they want the fucking alien weapons you know what i mean and the thing that kind of freaked me out he he didn't because he wasn't working on like the the weapons part like he doesn't know what weapons came Propulsion, with. that's all he was doing. All, all he was working, yeah, he was working on, like, the like the, the shape of it, like, what it's made out of and shit like that. And he said, um, what really freaked me out, he said that it, it had, like, a generator in the middle of it. And, like, literally, like, he wanted to touch, like, the spacecraft. And, like, as he was sticking his hand on the metal, his hand is, whoop, just went up. Like, like whoop, went down. Whoop, went to the side. Like a magnet. Like, 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 you know when you try to put two magnets together and they just yeah. go opposite ways? It was like that. And he said, um, like, as he was researching it, it it can literally create its own gravity. Like, yeah. it has, like, a gravity, like, maker in well, it. Did he but, did he say it spins so fast? Like, does it... I, I, don't, remember. I don't remember. Because those things are, uh, I don't know, just, like, science fiction with, yeah. uh, with how they work. And it's kind of, I mean, some scientists can't explain that. Yeah. With having, it's a whole bunch of magnetic fields, mag- magnets, uh artificial gravity it, but yeah it's, it's not, all there but. That, that's like my way of explaining it like that's how it registered in my head is like a big ass magnet but it's really just like creating its own gravity and yeah. think about it if you like the only way to create gravity is with a humongous like object like earth yeah. or the moon but um like if you can create gravity you can literally like you can make a force field like yeah. I know that sounds like super nerdy, but like science fiction is like that's like science reality now. Yeah. Like if if you have a machine that can make gravity, literally something could shoot at like you could shoot a gun at it, like a bullet, and then like gravity, like as it hits the force field, like the gravity machine manipulate gravity. Just, the gravity is like pushing out, so then it just shoots up. You know what I mean? I think that has to do with uh you know what centripetal force is? It's whenever you're going it's basically like G force, you know? Yeah. So whenever you're coming down on a roller coaster, down the huge hill, and then you go corkscrew kind of like that. Yeah. This right here is centripetal force. It's like a 45 degree, let's just say, going, as you're going down, you're going up. Right. 
that's centripetal force, and those UFOs, if, you know, movies are right, I mean, some science does go into movies to make it look kind of accurate, but then again, it's UFOs, so the public doesn't know exactly what to do, but in general terms, it spins around, you know? Right. And that creates centripetal force for gravity to stay still. Right. I don't know, dude. And, like, the reason why I believe him so much is because, um, like, anytime he would, like, like, Joe would ask, like, a really deep question, like, something like you would ask, like, like, oh, um, like, the the triple force or whatever. Like, he'd be like, I don't know. You know, I, I, that's not the part that I worked in. I, I really have no idea. Oh, yeah. I, I can't answer that. You know, I don't know. You mm-hmm. know? Because there were certain parts of, like, the thing that he, he didn't know. Like, like, where did all of them come from? He only really knew that one of them came from a dig. And the other one came from another fucking planet. Jeez. Another planet? And they found him in the 60s. How would you tug that thing back here? I don't know, man. It's weird. That, Because you're dealing with the gravity of the other planet. Then your fuel coming back, which is nit- liquid nitrogen or something they burn. Yeah. And then coming back to our planet. Yeah, like how does no one see that? Well, I guess if they found it, they can just fucking fly it back. <laughs> Yeah, oh, he he said it was like transparent. Operable. Like whenever you get inside of it, um, that's another thing. He said the cockpit, it's really only made like like me and you, we could not fit in it. It's made for someone about four foot tall and has the shoulder width of like a tiny ass shoulder width. You know, like, like the the greenies, like the tiny little green aliens and shit like that. Let me guess, there's a big fat head cockpit too. Like there's <laughs> more than likely. a second head. Like, there's a fathead space in there. I mean, if you think about it, like, I mean, if, if there was aliens, like, that's probably what they would look like, you know? They have yeah. no dry, they have no sex organs, they have no emotions attached to them. All they want to do is just either conquer, learn, you know, they just have huge heads. All they need is their fucking brain. I feel know? like that, uh, after, like, what we, what we want, we, what drives us is kind of money and emotions. Yeah. After you get so intelligent, which the galaxy is a pretty big place, there's got to be something out there. And so, honestly, space like a uh, territory. Mm-hmm. But what's more, what is more uh, powerful than that? Knowledge. So us, we can't fight people like them, who can dart in and out of you know pretty quick. Let us be prim- uh, primitive little apes compared to them. They can conquer us. You, you know what, uh, shoot, Genghis Khan? Yeah. Basically, back then, you would have riots because of you want to force your religion on somebody else. You know what Genghis Khan did? Hey, give me your gold, stay the same. So literally what I did. And my <laughs> guys fucked. would come bang your bitches. That's yeah, what he that, fucked. <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what he did. But that's one thing that's kind of scary is, um, did you hear the Eddie Bravo podcast with Rogan? No. He kept talking about how he read this document. I mean, this is Eddie Bravo, you know. He kept talking about he read this document, how they were trying to, like, stage, like, a UFO attack. Because then everyone's like, oh, what are we going to do? You know, the aliens Oh, are... they did that. They, there was a Radio Lab podcast about that. It was a... It oh, was that a... was a prank. No, it, it, was, it was a prank, yeah. But what happened was, uh... So, you know how you tune in the radios, right? So, you flip through the stations. You might not get the start of the song, but you got might get the middle of the song. 
what happened was it was in the 60s or something or some type of deal. Everybody tuned in because there was a big sports event going on. And so whenever that cut to commercial, they went to another station. This other station, when the sports when the sports thing was going on, this other channel was saying, "Hey, this is just a prank. We're doing this is a playing of some famous uh, reading a book. It's a book of the end of the world with the aliens invading. I, th- I believe it was a book, and so they read it aloud as a play. But everybody tuned into the sports thing." While they said, hey, this is only a reading. Once it cut to commercial, it was talking, it was the, the play was going on. Like, the aliens are coming, the aliens are coming. And they had live interviews with, like, reporters. I thought it was, like, April April Fool's, and they just, like, decided to play a prank. It was, I forgot exactly what it was called, but... uh, Literally, I don't know, I think... Almost 100 people died just because of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, radio broadcast terrified listeners 80 years ago. What's it called? Yeah, Yeah, it was a scare prank. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was on October 30th. Yeah, the day day before Halloween. Like, what was it called, though? Um, Oh, okay. Like, the whole... I don't know, it just said... Like, end of the world or something. Um, Let's see... I'm not too sure. Like, it was named as... it, It was actually... What was it? It was a live action play. I know, that's all I knew. War, war, war of the worlds. That's what it was. War of the worlds. It's not what I read, but it just said war. <laughs> but <Yeah>. um, <laughs> but <laughs> that's that's actually. <laughs> oh, they said they they eavesdropped on the aliens too. Like like the aliens were talking. Oh, all I know is all I know is basically, like there was a live inter. You know how telecasters they do interviews on the radio of people. Yeah. Well, they had a news anchor right next to the wreckage, and he was live on the radio, and the alien, it just went silent after that newscaster died. Mm-hmm. But this was all fake, but everybody tuned in to this after, I think it was the World Series, or because remember Red October, or not Red October, but October is when the World Series is. Is it? October sometime, I really late, late idea, October, man. and so what happened was everybody was tuning into the uh, the World Series, and so nothing was on the TV, but it was all on radio. Anyways, <laughs> whack what I was saying. Uh, <laughs> Eddie Bravo said he read a document that the the government's like this is back when George Bush was president that they they were they've been planning to stage a alien invasion, and the reason for this is once. To you know, unify the, people. The, exactly. They get the nine U, the nine UFOs to just fly over all the countries. They're like, oh, how are we going to kill the aliens? We need to look to the number one superpower in the world. Who's that? USA. USA, baby. baby. Everyone's going to unite with the United States of America. They're going to fall under the one president, Donald fucking Trump, Ronald Reagan, whatever, whoever the current president is. Yeah. And they're all going to unite under America. That's what the plan is. But, I mean, now that this is out... This shit's fake. That's fucking, yeah. you know, uh, who's who's the American sniper? That's American sniper Chris flying Kyle that. Chris Kyle it. flying that shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's, I don't know, man. That's what's good about, you know, everyone's like, oh, fuck the internet. Like, that. that's what's good about this shit. Like, yeah. like we can talk to everyone. Okay, so if it's fake, 
And what if we actually had a situation like that, though? <laughs> Dude, we're fucked. No, 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 I'm serious. We're like, fucked either way. No, man. yeah, well, fucked. But yeah. anyhow, would you say we're just two dumb teenagers right now? I mean, I don't know. Some might be smarter than the other. But anyhow, like you might be smarter than me, which is probably the case. It's, it's arguable, Daniel. Seriously. You, uh, you tell a fish to climb a tree. It'll evolve. Yes. <laughs> or not trying, probably. I mean, it can't speak English. We have to speak fish. I uh, mean, technically it did. What? Starting out as a single cell bacteria. Hey, tell that bacteria to climb a tree. You can't do that shit. It lives in the ocean. Guess what? Now it's a monkey. You believe in that? There's some science behind it. But not always. Dude, if aliens are are real, where the fuck did we come from? I don't know. I think there was a cross-contamination. Think we're aliens? I think there was like... Take Arkansas, bro. That's out in space. (laughs) Not really. My aunt's retiring down there, you fucking dick. Look at this. Hey, bro. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's actually fake. Do you know that? Oh, shoot. What was I talking about? Arkansas being a you have my fucking aunt is selling she dude no I'm not talking about your aunt I'm talking about fuck you man my aunt no 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 actually Arkansas is the galaxy okay (laughs) somehow somebody some alien banged their alien cousin created us had a threesome with a monkey that's the thing (coughs) aliens don't have sex organs whenever you see the ooh deja vu bro not what I said. Whenever you see the grays, like, and you see their their dick part, it's just straight skin. There's nothing there. They Queen can't show you, baby. They have no sex. <laughs> they they appear to have no sex organs because they're all like synthetic beings. Yeah. And if you think about it, we're that's this is gonna sound far fetched. We are synthetic beings, bro. Hmm. I can speak to someone hundreds of miles away. I can. You want to know something? Cool. I got the information. It's just Ooh. on my phone. What okay? The only part that's um, preventing this from being, you know, part of me, like yeah. physically part of me, is not it, inside. It, it's just not embedded yet. Yet, you know, I got it on my watch. I can fucking pull up Siri, ask her anything. I have the information. Yeah, it's on my wrist. You know what I mean? Like we are synthetic beings. Like I can speak to this and speak to you if you were if you're in Japan. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like just, just, just how long until it's embedded in us? How long? There's got to be a market for it. That was kind of a... Okay, man. There's got to be a market. It comes down to business, baby. It's kind of a rhetorical question, man. <laughs> hey, if the, end of, if the end of the world is profitable, they'll do it. Everybody share the oil. Okay. Dude, you're going to be mad at me, man. I dropped what? 50 bucks. No, dude, I dropped like $300 today. What? I bought um season pass for uh, City Skyline. It's like SimCity. Season pass. Wait, what was that amount again? It was like 50. No, actually it was on sale. I think it was like 40. Uh, Originally priced at 50. Got it for a deal, Daniel. These promotions don't last forever, okay? I don't know, bro. The job you have, <laughs> that shit. God, that's just, what is it, chump change for you now? What? 40 bucks. I mean, I guess. I mean, it's chump change for you. Not I mean, really. How much you make in a week? Talk numbers, Daniel. Hey, I don't talk numbers. <laughs> Everybody knows that. If anybody's listening to this podcast, who knows me, which is probably, well, there's a, I don't know, probably nobody really, but, okay. I don't know. Hey, I want to get some, uh, what is it? Something off your chest. Some fan 
What is it? A fan shout-out? Fan shout-out. Oh, we should do that, actually. By analytics, bro. No, dude, that's talking numbers. Check this out, man. Talking numbers. I'm you, talking numbers. So you on the last tune into the last podcast to hear our take on the Iran, um, the Iran. Uh, was that last one or the one yeah, before? It was the last one. It was the one that you were there. It was, was the last one. one. It was the last one. But tune to our take. Our take on the. God damn it! To hear our take on the Indeed. the Iran showdown. Basically, Iran fucking blew a hole in one of our cargo ships. And then they shot down one of our drones, bro. So you know what Trump's like? All right, we're going to bomb the fuck out of you and send a 1,000 troops in. Cody Castaldi's going to go on the front lines and fuck you fucks up, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> then, um, uh, he, he backed down, like, literally the last minute of, like, okay, you know. Press, one more, the, press the red button. Yeah, send one more minute, hell. drones are on the way. They're about to bomb the shit out of him. And then Trump got news that, like, 100 civilians were going to die. He's like, nah, I'll call it off. They just called it off. And then also this week, last week, Trump um, was about to do like in history one of the biggest uh, ice raids, like uh, oh, like to deport everyone out. Yeah, like they were gonna like legit raid cities in Texas and stuff like that, and on the Mexican border, they're gonna raid them and just just throw everyone across the border. Then Trump called it off last minute. Really, last minute he made the executive order. So he's playing chicken. I guess I don't know. I just dude, there's some podcasts out there of Radio Lab. Of El Paso, everybody in Mexico works there, and there was a long time ago, it was in the border, border patrol, they were like a joke, because they would guard El Paso in the city, okay, and so at night, everybody went back to Mexico, because the day was over, they went home to their families in Mexico, but at night, the border patrol was so up. Like, they did something radical. Some general was... A radical general came in. And instead of defending the city in the city, they moved to the outskirts, to the Rio Grande River. And so what happened was crime went down, but the nations were outraged. Mexico was mad at U.S. because that was a sign of... Basically, they were about to go to war, you know what I mean? Because of the immigrants not coming to, re, uh, what was it called? El Paso? Yeah. And so what happened was the Mexican-Americans who were in El Paso, they were supporting this radical Border Patrol person general who came in because crime went down in the city. You know what I mean? What? <laughs> But American, but guess what happened? American president told him to leave or retreat. So he left. Crime went back up, and so literally, places a places the whole border situation is a mess. Not one person can solve it. Dude, check out this explosion. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, Daniel. I didn't follow a word you said. Yeah, nobody else did probably. (laughs) Holy shit! That cool. Wait. So we don't get copyrighted. I don't really know how all this works. Damn, that's big. Shit. 
Dude. That's East Alton, bro. <laughs> this was in Philadelphia. What? What? Yeah. What? What's scary is, like, Philly's, like, all city. Hey, but, like, type in that. Oh, where was that at? Philly. Type in proximity to the Mint. The Mint? Oh, the Mint? Oh, it was... Dude, this... There's no way this was near the Mint. Like, this dude, didn't we, hurt the Mint. Dude, dude, this was by, like, where all their oil refineries are at. So this it's probably, like, like, close to the ocean or whatever? Probably. This is, like, the outskirts of town, you know what I mean? Oh, like, okay. Yeah, this is nowhere near. Ooh, it went Yeah, down. gas prices went up, too, from this shit. So it was an oil refinery that, you know, blew up in Philly. And that's so scary. Like Philly's like legit all city. Yeah. Like that's it's gotta be like the biggest city. Like like within like the miles. Like 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 per mile. There's gotta be more city of Philly than like the whole world. Uh, I, I, I mean I mean like compared to America. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Chill out, buddy. Yeah, man. Look at this. What does this mean, Daniel? Barrels a day. I didn't know Philly was that close to the ocean. Yeah, we were super close. Dude, I might be going to Texas. When? Uh, July 23rd? No. Yeah, 20, 23rd or 19th? After we're back from mission trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, we're, doing, <laughs> we're doing a competition at our workplace right now because they're having a national conference down in Texas. So you the, go? To, the Maybe. The top four uh, salespeople in the office get to go. And I'm in fourth place, baby. Hold strong. Really? Yeah, I got, I got nine points. There you go. Oh, yeah. nine sales or whatever? No. So basically, <laughs> um, um, if you multi-app, like if you get two sales in a day, um, that's two points. Then if you high roll, you get you get three points. That's three sales in a day. And then if you get like a weekend sale, it's one point. Um, I think weekend sales are doubled now. I think it's two. But if you roll, like if you, if you get a zero, you don't make any sales throughout the day. That's minus one. If you're late to the office, minus one, minus two maybe. Uh, and if you don't hit standards, that's minus two. What's standard? Six sales in a week. Shoot. Which is easy, bro. One a day, then one day you hit two. It's easy. Really? I've only I've only rolled twice. That was mm. when I first started. Ah, now you're pretty... Hey, sell me. Sell me. Who do you have for cable, man? Cable? Hang on, check this out. Uh, uh-oh, Dave's pulling something out. Uh-oh. I'm zipping... Oh, crap. Oh, jeez. He's got me some brochure or something. No, dude, they're laminates. Hang on. Laminates? Check this out, man. What, somebody you don't spit on you or whatever? No. You no. know those Walmart people are pretty crazy. Dude, I'm... not nah, dude. I got nah, this dude. down to science. Like, literally... So, like, like part of, like, an ad- what we call an advanced sale is, like, gauging someone's, um... What they need? No, like, gauging how impulsive they are. Because, I mean... We're doing oh, it's a, a science. Yeah, it's it really it's called Fiji factors, like building their impulse. Dude, like, I'm so proud of you because, dude, <laughs> the art of selling selling something. It's it's all psychological. Nobody, it's psychological. Nobody is learning that. the DQ. No offense to DQ people, but exactly, bro. But people want something. You're not selling something. Yeah. Well, like okay. fast food, somebody wants something. You're just dealing with hungry, hangry people, bro. Dude, especially in Best Buy. Like, whenever I go... Like, I'm in Best Buy probably every week. Like, yeah. I go in there, like, oh, I'm looking at the new iPad. You know, like, I don't have the money right now, but they have financing options, just like we yeah. do. Like, they can get me qualified for $1,500. Yeah. 
sign me up for it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I'm in there, I'm asking question, and the guy's just like, I, I guess. You yeah. Know. Even he, he's got no energy. He's got yeah. he's not he's not being like, oh, you gotta get this today. Like we got the promotion. Oh, we're getting everyone uh finance right now, fifteen hundred dollars. It's yours, baby, hundred dollars a month. There's a needle in a haystack though. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes when you roll in there, like I remember going with you once, there was. A guy, he was off the walls about that shit. And it was 9 o'clock at night, bro. That guy needs a... Yeah, yeah, I remember Needle that a haystack, bro. Yeah, yeah. But anyhow, like, even... Like, I've been to a few vendor fairs... Vendor... Yeah, vendor, vendor sale yeah. places with my uh, business quotation marks or whatever. Bro, I made the art... Like, I'm not a good salesman, really. Like, if I'm under uh, constant, you know... Refinery, like I mean, you, you are got, every you day. You got it made there because everyone they come there to buy shit. Yeah, you know, no one, yeah, even no, me, no one goes to Walmart to buy fucking cable. Yeah, like every person I talk to, like whenever I'm making their sale, they're like, oh, I came here for eggs. I'm like, you're getting cable now, bitch. Like, yeah, I'm, I, I talked your ass into it. No, but he, <laughs> but my, uh, it, okay, yeah, you're right. At a vendor fair, old grandmas are coming to get some toys or some crap, yeah, for their grandkids or whatever. But anyhow, still. The artists, like, the small ones uh, that I've been to, the lack of effort in some of these booths, like, I don't know, it's just, people are a lot, uh, sometimes on social media too much, you know what I mean, with that stuff, because, for instance, there was, like, one boutique place that they weren't doing anything, but the whole time they were on their phone making sales and stuff. Yeah. Not talking to people, but just... Doing a a lot business. of, like, your sales, like, you could almost do, like, personality sales, which, like, they don't really encourage that, like, with DirecTV, because it's not quality. Like, a personality sale, it's like whenever you go up to, like, a, a girl, and oh, how you doing, beautiful, you know, quick question. Oh, you try to draw them in. Yeah, with... like, you just sauce them up, and they're not really buying the product, they're really buying your story and, like, your personality. Yeah. You know, that's why they call it a personality sale, because you're selling your personality to them. I and guess like, that's, yeah. They like you so much, they're just like, oh, whatever, I'll pay 35 bucks today, whatever, you know. Yeah. Or however, yours is like 10 bucks, like, yeah, fuck, yeah. it's just 10 bucks, you know. My, I don't know. Like, just but, to keep you talking, you know. Yeah. But check this out, man, who you got for cable at home? Uh, I haven't did anything with cable, I just have an antenna TV, do you know what that is? <laughs> oh, yeah, cool, who you got for, who you, who, or who do you have for internet at home? Uh, Madison. You got Spectrum, right? Awesome, man. How Spectrum? Much you pay, yeah, how much you paying a month? Uh, 100 bucks. 100 bucks, shit, man. You must have the fastest speeds in the fucking nation. Uh, ah, uh, it's a little draggy. You got Hulu or you got Netflix, right? Fifteen bucks. Uh, yeah. Fifteen yeah. bucks for yeah. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Then you got uh, Hulu. Oh, Hulu? you probably you're a student, right? You probably oh, got the yeah, student yeah, pass. Student, Only yeah. five bucks a month. You got Amazon Prime though, right, man? Uh, yeah, I'm on one of those. There you go. Twenty five bucks a month, right there. Uh, I got one fifteen twenty. Putting your monthly bill right at uh one one forty five a month. That's how much you're paying just for internet and all your streaming services, right there. One forty five. And uh, what do you like watching, man? Movies, TV shows, any sports? Uh, trying to catch up on Game of Thrones and stuff. Game of dude. Thrones, perfect. I like that. I like to hear that. You like any sports, man? Any uh, fo- football fan? Ultimate hockey, bro. Ultimate hockey, right on, man. I love it. You live in a house or an apartment? Uh, condo. Condo? You love satellites? Huh? You love satellites? Yeah. Right on, man. Alrighty. And how many TVs you got in that condo, baby? Five. Five TVs. Shit, man. You got a mini <laughs> mansion. Yeah. You watch cable in all five? Uh, two. Two of them? Perfect. Two are just for decoration. Two of them just for decoration? <laughs> One's a piss on. <laughs> right on, man. So check this out, man. I'm with the new and improved DirecTV. What we'll do for you today is give you four brand new DVRs for all four of your TVs. Hey. And what's cool about this, they work as a whole home system. 
I mean, you can pause in one room, continue in the next, without missing a single second of all your favorite TV shows. Jeez. And uh, since you're in store, we also offer our 72 hour rewind button. I mean, you hit this button, go three days in the past, never missing your favorite Game of Thrones. Wait, wait, now, wait. Three, three days in the past? Yes, sir. It's 72 hour, ro- 72 hour rewind button. It also works as a restart button. You come home late from work, you're in the middle of season eight, episode one. Just hit that rewind button. You go right to the start of your show, man. <laughs> hey, what about my fifth TV, bro? Uh, oh, yeah, perfect. Uh, uh, we actually have our <laughs> app. You get everything streamed on it. Now, uh, as you know, with one of our competitors, Spectrum, you guys only get to record two shows at a time. Well, it's your one. It locks you guys out. And you guys only get 200 hours worth of recording space. I'll go ahead and upgrade that for you today. Let you record five shows at a time. I'll let you one with 800 hours worth of recording space. Also, as you know, with Spectrum, you guys only get 6,000 shows on demand. You got to pay for 4,000 of them. With us, you get 35,000 movies and TV shows on demand, 32,000 of them completely free. Now, since you're a big hockey fan, yeah. I'll go ahead and throw in four ESPN packages as well as Fox Sports Midwest. Um, since you're a big Game of Thrones fan, I'll go ahead and throw in that HBO free for the entire first year. Now, with your four DVRs with the whole home system, 72 rewind button, uh, upgraded recording, largest on demand <laughs> in the nation, four ESPN packages, HBO free the first year, baby! Your internet bill will drop to forty. Uh, your TV bill seventy three dollars a month. Put your monthly bill right at one thirteen a month compared to your original one forty five. Now check this out, man. The package I'd be putting you in would be my choice package, my yeah. best seller right now. You'd be getting the blue, the green, and the red. Everything above that black line. We're actually doing a promotion on our extra. It's one of our Swartz packages. It's only ten dollars extra a month, man. Check it out. Oh yeah. So that's your whole spiel. Yeah. So here, here, did you just kind of go fast for me, or no? I talk pretty fast. What like, that shit? Like a lot of people, like they try not to be pushy. I'm pushy, baby. I push. Oh really? Yeah. And then like we do something called the churn and burn. Like once I hand you the channel lineup, it's part of like gauging their impulse. Like I hand them the channel lineup, I kind of like spin off, and then like you know I turn, and then I kind of pull my phone out. You know I just kind of just fuck around a little bit. I might like I might even pitch a few more people that walk by. Like, they're sitting there looking at the channel lineup. It's called indifference of a sale. So, like, like you know, they're looking at the channel lineup. I just pitch them. I'm like, hey, how y'all doing? You know, just talking to other people. And then like, I come back, and I'm like, oh, so, you know, what package looks good for you, man? Oh, you know, that's okay, whenever right. I take control. You know, because if they're still standing there, and they're really, like, reading it, that's when they're thinking. Yeah. They're thinking in the future. You know, part of that's, like, like I said, um, I'm going to give you a DVR for all four of your TVs. It makes it personal. You're like, oh, all four of my TVs. Oh, okay, cool. cool. I talk about the whole home system, kind of painting the picture. Like sometimes I might, um, I might go a little longer. And I'm like, oh yeah, you know, uh, you could be watching the game in your living room. Take it back to your bedroom with your girl. Fall on the bed, hit play. Still watching the same game, man. Jeez. You know stuff like that. But um, and I mean a lot of it like kind of sells itself. Like one thirteen, you're paying one forty five. You know what I mean? Yeah. All you, you would cancel your Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, because we have the on-demand system. You can oh, actually okay. get it on your phone or your tablet, and it's like Netflix on steroids, you know. Do you guys yeah. ever BS? Oh, like lie? Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have something called our customer loyalty program. So, like, like obviously, like, this is a promotion. Like, it doesn't last forever. Yeah. Like, it, like whenever we sign someone up, they get in a two-year contract. So, their price will stay the same for two years no matter what. And once those your contract's over, I don't know what happens. Skyrocketed. I would assume, but anytime someone's like, oh, okay, yeah, what happens after two years, buddy? Like, I'm actually really happy that you said that. Uh, since AT&T bought out DirecTV, they want to retain um, all their customers. We've actually done that by maintaining a 96% customer uh, retention program. And um, 
Do you pay your bills on time every month, man? Oh, no, I'm about five five bu- five days late usually. Oh, perfect. You actually qualify for a customer loyalty program. As long as you pay your bills, you probably stay the exact same after two years. Now, check this out, man. What's your zip code? Zip code? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do. Like, that's called an objection right there. Like, yeah. like say you hate satellites. Yeah. Just do it. I, I okay. hate satellites. Okay. Say, say you hate satellites because uh, it, it goes out in the rain. It goes out in the rain. My satellite always goes out in the rain. What oh, can- perfect. Yeah, um, actually, uh, when DirecTV was a standalone company, they had those old nasty gray ones. They were about as, you know, they were humongous, you know, yeah, disgusting. Yeah, yeah. No one ever liked them. I had a tinfoil hat in my yeah, backyard. Yeah, perfect. They were actually, uh, sil- <laughs> they were actually silicone coated, meaning whenever the rain, it rained, the silicone would just stick or the rain would stick right to the silicone okay and now the at&t bought us out we have brand new ones they're black teflon coated very sleek and the teflon is actually military grade technology they use it on our submarines and stuff like that the rain is stripped right off it now what package looks good to you man <laughs> that's what you do you acknowledge it and then like you make them like oh okay he, he knows he knows that my satellite sucks then you overcome it with the new black satellite teflon coated then you resume you know Cause like like if you just like if I'm like yeah you know it's Teflon coated the rain drips right off it, then boom as soon as I go quiet, another objection pops in your head ah oh, but this is the two year contract then I have to get over that one then another one pops in your so head. you oh, kind of want to push one. on you want to kind of push on what you're exactly because if you don't resume to like oh yeah so what package looks good to you you're not changing the subject you go in a circle you just keep going in an objection circle you know objection 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 and then eventually the customer gets fuck this man. You know, he's overcoming so the how, objections, but... How, how many days did you take to break that circle on the job? Probably two. Training? <laughs> I mean, like, it's simple, you know? Do you get tired at first? Was it tiring? Yeah, I guess. I just drink a Red Bull, honestly. <laughs> God, stay with... Uh, every day? No, not every day. Most days, though. I don't know, but... Like that day that you helped me at my, uh, my trade show or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, that was tiring, wasn't it? Like, yeah, exciting, I mean, kind yeah. of? I mean, how long did we work? Like eight hours. Well, yeah, we did, but yeah. only the thing of it was only three hours or something. Yeah. I think. I mean, talking all day gets tiring. Yeah, it's just like anything else. I, you know? I just, man, those, like you bring that up. That's uh, like there's only so much I could say with my product because, like now I understand because I was in the mode of selling like you are every day, mm-hmm. and I'd get stuck in those things. I'd be go silent. I wouldn't push my product because yeah. I feel like, like, why would I push something if they don't want it? You know what I mean? A lot of it, like, being pushy is almost like taking control. Like, that's what a lot of people struggle with. Like, struggle. my coworkers, like, they don't have control over the conversation. That's one thing this business is actually talking about. Just like about. comedians talking about taking over the room. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like whenever I'm having a conversation with the customer, they, they might think they have control because it's like, oh, check, you know, I'm getting a deal. You know, I'm ripping, I'm ripping the companies off. Yeah. But in reality, not really, man. You know, I have control over him. You know, like if I want him to get the extra package, all I got to do is sell it the right way. You know, like yeah. you're paying 145 It would only raise your bill up to 123 like, listen, man, our extra package, this promotion isn't lasting long. It's going like fucking hotcakes right now. You know, I just had four customers right before you just buy this right now. Just the extra package. Hell no. It's, it's called the Jones effect. <laughs> you, you ever oh, seen the, the Jones? Yeah. Everyone wants to be like the Jones. The Jones has the extra package. Everyone's got the extra package. And sometimes they do it to themselves. Like, oh, my neighbor has uh, DirecTV. It's like, that's awesome, man. Now you're getting it. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they do it to themselves sometimes. I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know, my selling is different because like a half lie is only a half lie not a whole lie yeah you know what i mean in and, the selling yeah. aspect 
I mean, once they buy it, they bought it, you know? Yeah. Can't do anything about it. I don't it. know like, why. It's just... Like, once they get installed, I get paid. Like, I always tell them, yeah, you know, they're like, oh, the customer service with AT&T is awful. I'm actually really happy you brought that up because I'm now your account manager once you sign up with me. You have my personal cell phone line. You can call me 24-7, any issues you have. I work all the time, so I'll never miss any of your phone calls. You know, it kind of paints the picture of them, like, their signal going out and them, them calling me and I'm their saving grace. You know, there, there's like a... A few few guys in my office that are uh, different ethnic backgrounds. They're like, yeah. listen, I'm the black angel, and they like flex their back muscles. Really? <laughs> I mean, that's the that, customer. Yeah, that doesn't work for me. I'm not really like that. But <laughs> I'm a dominant white male, and, dude. If you if you have a uh, what is it, a feminist walk by when you're making that pitch to like a yeah. like an Asian couple or something, yeah. bro. Those feminists would, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. I mean, like, in your situation, like, obviously, like... Like, my my thing is so, like, kind of easy, easier to sell than yours. Yeah. Well, I mean, who's your competitor? Competitor? I mean, I insured myself to cover the whole pet market, in which my, uh, my competitor is just, I don't know, other toys, basically. I mean, you kind of have one, but you really don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because if someone, like... It's not like, like, someone has Spectrum, they can't have Spectrum and DirecTV. If someone has a Walmart brand pet toy, they can have your pet toy, too. Yeah. It's not really that big of an investment. Like, this is, you know, some people fucking love watching TV. Like, you it know? takes more skill for you to sell than yeah. me to sell. Yeah. I mean, you know, your product sells itself, so does mine, you know? Yeah. It's There's just, always a market for it's it. It's just but, a way of presenting it. But there was one day, it was the last day, uh, up at that, up at the one on Carnival, whatever, I was, it was slow day. I made sure, like, obviously in Walmart, there's a lot of people every day or whatever, but there's some slow times probably, I'm assuming. But, yeah. or like that, you feel like it's dragging. I made sure, it was my personal goal to make 8 out of 10 people who walk through this tent or by my table, I want my toy in their hands. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. At that point, it's all just like, like, with me, it's, like, focusing on quality. Like, yeah. say someone gets installed next week, you know, like, it, it, you can you can kind of gauge if someone's going to cancel their installation. Because if they cancel their install, I make no money. Seriously? You know? Yeah, because I get paid off install. Like, my uh. paycheck this Friday will be two weeks ago, from two weeks ago. Oh, you get paid two every two weeks? I get paid every week, but it's based off two weeks ago. So this, whenever I get paid this Friday, it'll it's based off how many installs I got the last two weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that way all my installs, you know, get built up and stuff like that. That's crazy. But, yeah. But I mean, like, like when, you know, I'm doing it on, like, a laminate, you know what I mean? Like, I'm presenting it. Like, I'm presenting the competitor. Yeah. You know, you know it's kind of like, you know, they... they Does your handwriting ever turn people off? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> like, I'm just being nitpicky. Yeah. Like, I mean, like... My, my Jason, my, my buddy there, he was like, I feel like you get so many sales because they don't know what the fuck they're buying, you know? They, they don't know, like, if it's bad or not. Yeah. I mean, I know you personally, like... Yeah. You got chicken scratch. I mean, I, I don't have any... I don't have a lot better, but it's just like... Sometimes it's funny, though. Like, I'm just, like, writing random shit on there, and they're, like, laughing. Like, you and... Tar oh, the customer is? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Like, I can kind of see through the, you know, pep talk or you, whatever. You would think, like, comedians would make, like, good sellers. I, I mean, it depends, like, the right way of doing it, but there's this guy that I work with. Like, he's so fucking funny. Like, so funny. Like, he was at, like, the last stage of, like, selling this guy, 
And, like, <laughs> like, it was right when he needed his credit card information. And he was like, all right, man, you got the $35. I, don't, I can't remember what he said or how it was funny. Dude, I, I literally, like, fell on the ground laughing. Like, I was crying. What happened? Like, literally, I don't know. Like, literally tears were coming out of my eyes. And the customer was crying, too. Like, it was so fucking funny. <laughs> I don't, like, he's just funny. Like, he, he's like, oh, I used to play the cross in high school. Like, anything he says is fucking funny. Like, <laughs> oh, no, wait. So he didn't make a sale? Or <laughs> no, he didn't make the sale. What? And everyone was laughing so fucking hard. I don't, I don't know why he didn't make the sale. It was so dude, fucking funny. Paul, dude, Paul, relating to that, dude. <laughs> I had my whole pitch done, everything, and I couldn't even say, I couldn't even say, oh, I forgot what I was even talking about. Because you were laughing so hard? No, I wasn't laughing. I was like, what am I even doing here? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was only one customer. It yeah. was like, first five minutes into doing it, one person comes by, she's kind of a... It was like a husband and wife, they are kind of giddish or whatever, and yeah. like, they're just like, ooh, what's, what's this? Yeah. And I was destroyed it. It was so bad. I mean, like, like DirecTV has a lot of objections. Like, DirecTV used to be fucking trash. Really? Like, their old gray satellites, Dish actually uses them now. And they're, those at, little satellites are shit. And, um, like, they have a lot of objections. Like, the satellites, no one really likes satellites. You know, who, who the fuck wants an extra satellite? What's actually the best one? Well, so, cable is actually stuff under the ground or on telephone poles? No, this is cable. I mean, like, Madison, it goes through the telephone poles. Spectrum, same way. This is just a satellite base. I mean, their internet, it's like optic fibers. It goes through the ground. Yeah. But, um, what are they saying? Yeah, like, DirecTV has a lot of objections. Like, satellite, contract, customer service used to be shitty. Still is, honestly. Um, you know, everything's... I mean, the only good thing about it is the promotion we have right now. They're on demand. I mean, you, you actually... I mean, it has a lot of shows on it. Like, like I would watch a lot of this shit. I mean, Spectrum just doesn't really have any... That's our main competitor. They just don't have any objections. You know, it's not a satellite. They have a lot of shows, too. Sure, the recording features suck. I mean, you can still record on it, but... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Dude, that's crazy. So, it's it's fun, though. I like it. So what's your uh, two-year plan? Two-year plan? I Honestly, I don't think I'll be able to work through college with this job. Really? I, I, I kept hyping my boss. I was like, yeah, I'm going to work through college. Fuck Why you. don't you, bro? Dude, let me show you my schedule real quick, man. It's Flexible not... hours, right? Yeah, she's like, oh, you can work part time. Just uh, whenever college comes close, print out your schedule for me, and we'll just we'll we'll work through it, buddy. And I was like, okay, sounds good. I was looking at my schedule. I was like, every day of the week. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna be able to work through it. <laughs> um, student detail schedule, yeah. So, looking at my Cougar Net, I got public speaking, um, 12.30 to 1.40 p.m., Tuesday and Thursday, uh, computer concepts, um, that's too, that's gonna be like an online class, that'll be kinda easy, that's uh, dope. principle of microeconomics, got that Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 9 a.m., 9.50 a.m., got, got English, 102, got that, oh, that's only Monday and Wednesday, I didn't know that, that's not bad, got that 12 to 1.15 p.m., I uh, got, that's just like everything that freshmen take. That's mm. just a Friday class. Not bad, not bad. Got theater class. That'll be fun. Theater? Yeah. Got that Tuesdays and Thursdays, 11 a.m. to 12, 15 p.m. Um, oh, it's not showing my math on here. Yeah, I'm out of touch with math, bro. But I, I know I have math on here. I got math. Got that Monday through Friday. 
Seriously? Yeah, I got that Monday. Oh, maybe I don't have to take math. I could have sworn I had to take math. Well, I guess I don't have to take math. But still, I'm going to have class. You know, this is Monday, Wednesday. I have a class on Tuesday. You know, I got economics, man. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's going to be fucking hard. I got CMIS. That's going to be computer management. Public speaking, that won't be bad. So wait, how, how does college thing work here? You say, oh, hey, I wanted a computer degree. Mm-hmm. And then there's a whole bunch of classes you have to take to get that? Yeah, so like... um, like obvi- this all... I don't know, like... I was like, okay, I want to be like... Let's just say I want to get a degree in business. Perfect. So, um, I mean, you can graduate with like an undergrad degree. Um, I mean, a lot of people want to specialize in stuff now. That's kind of like the thing. So, like, like I'm going to get my undergrad degree. And then you need to have an order... Because, like, okay, you can graduate... SIUE throughout the school of business, like if you want to get the business degree, but you have to be accepted into the school of business. So like right uh, now I'm not in the school of business, I'm just in basic classes. Yeah. In order to get into the school of business, I need to pass uh, obviously the freshman class, then I need to pass English, English 102, then microeconomics, and then college algebra. So you have to have those four classes in order yeah. to even qualify for the school of business. And it's all testing quizzes, right? I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean... You know, it's like school, and then, you know, you have to apply to the school of business, you have to be interviewed for it, you have to write a paper, so once you get into the school of business, then you can specialize into, like, What certain, you want to do. Yeah, like, honestly, I was thinking about going into management instead of computer science, or, like, uh, information systems. It just sounds, I don't know, like, like don't get me wrong, I like, uh, like, I like, I like doing computer stuff, but... I think I would like management better. You I'd get I mean? that degree and then work through college with your with your uh, job right now. Hopefully, get your own office or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do they supply all that? Like, is it? What do you mean? So, well, you, like the money? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, basically, it's a franchise thing. You lease it. You know, like you're renting the office. Like, oh, okay. So, uh, like. Like Was I it work profitable? For, yeah, like I work for One Up Business, but One Up Business works for Sidcor. Sidcor is based out of Orlando, Florida. The 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 CEO of Orlando got promoted to CEO in 53 weeks. That's one week over a year. It took him a year to become a CEO. Jeez. And he he was a waiter just like me before this, you know, before he started working Jeez. there. And then once he got there, his first year of being open, revenued 1.5 mil. Jesus. Crazy good. Crazy good at it. And then, um, so basically, yeah, Sidcor will buy, like, you get to pick what market you want to go into. Say I want to sell solar panels. Perfect. I find an area that's high, that is high in solar panels, like California. The demand. Yeah, the demand. Then I do researches on the town. Biggest thing, credit. Got to check the credit scores in the area. Oh, in solar panels? Yeah. Because, like, like, I guess she, I, I don't think she based St. Louis. She, the reason why she wanted to go to St. Louis is because AT&T is everywhere in St. Louis. Oh, okay. It's in Arnold, uh, Kirkwood, Florissant, Ferguson, it's fucking Belleville, Collinsville. It's everywhere. AT&T is everywhere. So that's why she wanted to go here. It's dominated. And then I guess she checked the credit score. But if you go in Ferguson, Missouri, and you try running someone's credit... Bro, it's full of bullet holes. <laughs> it, it's a two-digit number, baby. It's not looking good. Yeah. It's not looking good. But yeah, here's all the stuff. You can go into... Honestly, for you, 
economics probably wouldn't be too good. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> You're not too good at math, are you? I mean, I can get it done. You can get it done? Well, economics, go. that's just, I don't know, plug it's economics, it's numbers. <laughs> Entrepreneurship, you'd like that. My cousin's, uh, no, my cousin's wife, she's the teacher of entrepreneurship. Oh, really? Yeah. It would be a bad thing to go into. She teaches Marketing. That or whatever. Marketing would be pretty easy. Business analytics. Dude, that's, it's honestly kind of cool because, like, you wouldn't really work for, like, you wouldn't really work for AT&T. You would work for, like, a sub. Like a, like a Subcontract. Like uh, that. And then company. you would go to, like, AT&T's offices and just, like, analyze how it's being ran and, like, seeing, like, who's cutting the corners, like, what's what's the better way to like streamline everything like almost like what you want to do like ergonomics yeah like you basically just analyze their business and it's like Whoa, oh wait oh. how do you get that degree i want that business analytics yeah check on that i mean it's definitely a lot of like what's a numbers. g mean yeah so it'd be like cmis like it's basically what i'm doing like if you get a degree in cmis computer management information systems um you could do this you know it's quantitative anal analysis it's it's tough. Wait, you know? wait, those are the classes you have to take? Yeah, I mean, you'd have to take some of these, yeah. So you just got to check the boxes and get this shit done. Pretty much. I mean, that's what oh, the is. three means three years, right? Where you see three. Oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too sure. Data design, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of, it's tough stuff, you know? It's well, definitely can, not easy. We can get it done. I mean, once you get into the job, it's pretty easy. I mean, all you do, you just analyze everything, you collect data, you see, oh, okay, the, the accounting... The accounting uh, department is Because we need that slacking. crap at the farm, bro. We need yeah. to hire one of these... Then, then basically, clubs. you have to know everything. Because you have to know exactly what what's the accountant's job. You go into the accountants, you're like, you're not doing this right. You fix the system. You, you program a new system. So you got to know everything to analyze it. Then figure out what yeah. works and what's not. But like, say they're using... A, say the, the accountants are using, like, a software to, like, enter in all their data. Yeah. That they're collecting, like, from the taxes... And say that software is like slow, kind of crappy. It's not very streamlined. You would have to go in and make a whole new program. You would have to code it. You would have to develop it. Can you it. just hire someone to do that? I mean, yeah, sure. You could have a team. You know, that's what the company that you're there for. But I mean, Money's you're gonna hard. have to do most of it. You know. Yeah. You know, it's definitely not easy stuff. You know. <sighs> it's alright. I mean, these business analysts, analysts are, analytics are like the breadwinners though. They make a lot of money, bro. Hmm. I need to look it up. They make, you know, probably a quarter of a million dollars a year. It's worth yeah. it, though. Yeah. I mean, hell, if you get paid to go to college, you might as well do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's just my best bet right now, bro. Like, I just, I don't know. What's that? Air Force. Air Force. Or just the military in general. Dude, I wouldn't mind going into human resources. HR? Shit sounds easy. <laughs> what, what do you got to do to get it there? So, basically, this is exactly... This is my schedule right here. This is my schedule. Whoa, you got... This is exactly what You got it all planned taking. out already? I mean, this is like the... This is like the... What you... The, the guidelines. Yeah. I mean, every every freshman that's going into business is taking all these classes. Mm. It's whenever you get down here is whenever you start specializing. So, oh, you my... Got three years of this? Uh, like six, actually. Six? Yeah. You have to go to college for six years. I mean, this would just, this would just, four years would just get your undergrad. If you want to get your graduate, it's six. That's what Rachel has. She has hers in uh, uh, finance and uh, economics. It's paid off. No, she's still paying for it. What? Yeah. She still pays for her. her. Because she went and got her undergrad in uh, 
in business, then she specialized in finance and economics. Mm. And she didn't specialize until like her twenties or thirties. I think I think. Well, you could save on the boat and hold off the boat for a year and just. So I mean, just like look at this. Like, is this doable for you? Like this class, I mean, it wouldn't be hard. It wouldn't be easy. None of these classes are going to be easy. Like that's going to be all right. Like you'll get by. You might have to learn how to code. You you will have to learn how to code. (laughs) Uh, Microeconomics. That's going to be pretty fucking hard. Not even gonna lie. That's going to be really hard. Like that's going to be like word problems times ten. English comp, that's going to be fucking hard. Again? Yeah. Well, actually, like, I, because already, we've already taken English 101, so now you're in English 102, so now you're in a harder class. Yeah, I mean, uh. yeah, sure, you, you get to skip the easy class and go right into the hard one. You know, yeah, that's great. College algebra, I don't think I'll have to take that, because that wasn't even on my schedule. That's going to be kind of hard. Public speaking, easy shit. That's Especially easy. for you, bro. The, they used to offer that at something. Yeah. So then you can take RA, I'm not sure that it was like a philosophical class. It'd be kind of easy. Then year two, foundation or fundamentals of financial accounting. That'll be hard. Uh, quantitative reasoning, math 150. So Jesus. that's like hard hey. shit. Life science, physical science, or social science. That's hard shit. I feel like, I don't know. School of hard knocks, that's what I like. What do you mean? Kanye? Or wait, is that Kanye or Jay-Z? School Not Jay-Z, but... Learn through the School of Hard Knocks. No, it's not. It's Jay-Z, isn't it? No, not... Who the hell is... No, not Drake. Because Jay... Kanye dropped out of college, right? Probably. And he learned from the... I don't know. It was in one of the songs I remember. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I just... I mean, I I need a degree, definitely. But, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, now that I got this job, like, my like my corporate trainer, like, the guy who's, like, Jason, he's, like, one step away from being the CEO. He dropped where out of he college. Can bra- where he can branch off. Yeah. He he dropped out of college to pursue this to pursue this job. He's like, yeah, I'll go back. There's no way he's going back. I mean, he might. Like, once he becomes a CEO... It's not really too much he has to do. He's got to work to the back end and train people, you know. I mean, that's he, where he this degree can come in. Like, if you yeah. become your own CEO, bro. Yeah. Well, that's the you thing. You got a lot to do. Like growing up, like all we've all we've been told, the only way you're gonna make something out of yourself is if you go to college. Yeah. Having this job, I really don't need college. Okay. Honestly, dropping out of college might be my best bet. Yeah. You know, I and literally give it a year and a half, I could be a CEO. I, I could make um, <clears throat> south of $100,000 whenever I'm 19, 20 years old. Hey, David, listen. Are you enjoying this job? Yeah. What is what is keeping you from wanting to stay in St. Louis, wanting to sit in your car and not commute and just keep selling every day? Oh, like what keeps me going to the job? Yeah. Uh-huh. What's the bad parts of the job that you do not like? I mean, the hours. You don't like it. it? I work 12, 13 hours a day. Really? I work, yeah. Oh, because of commute and everything? Yeah. I leave my house at 8.30. I normally don't get home until like 9.30. Jeez. That's, that's the only part. Then once you progress to the company, you become the CEO, you work fucking two hours a day. Really? <laughs> All you got to do, you just got to show up in the office in the morning and be like, all right, here's are the stores you guys got to go to and see ya. 
Go make me some money, boys. Yeah. <laughs> That's really it, you know? Sure, That's dude. really all you got to do. But you got a lot of, pe- st- a lot of responsibility. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, you got to handle payroll. You got to hire new people. You got to train the new people. But, I mean, that kind of works itself out once the office is big enough. Yeah. You know, like, my, like I train people now. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I was an account executive. Now I'm a sales leader. So I do, like, one-on-one training. Like, I, whenever I go out in the field, I normally go out with, like, an account exec. Yeah. Like someone who's lower than me, like I train them. Huh. You know, I show them like, you know, I show them how I pitch. You know, I show them how I make my. That's sales. crazy. Yeah. Because I've always been, uh, kind of, like I do it for so long, I know muscle memory of how to do it, in which these people, like you just can't teach dumb. You can't fix dumb. Yeah. In some cases. Like I can't teach someone to make a person. Like I can't teach someone. To how to. How to talk, you yeah. know? They have to have that. I can teach them how to pitch. You know, I can tell them the script. Yeah. You know, I can tell them that, but... Um, but how to deliver, that's how yeah. they... That's but, like, like what's holding me back from pursuing this is my family. You know, my dad. If I if I don't go to college, like, I'm nothing to him. Like, yeah. he... Like, I was telling him, I was like, Dad, like, give it a year and a half to two years and a half. Oh, you try, are you trying to I, go, I try, hey, Like, I, I told him, you know, like, look, like, I can make... Almost a hundred thousand dollars a year. Is he paying for your college? Is really. ba- is basically. He, he told me if anything is left over, he'll pay for it. Because if something's left over, it's not going to be much. So he. So basically, pay for it. is it? He, he hasn't thing, made any payments yet. The only thing invested in college is only money for you, or not money, but time. Yeah. So it's only going to be time. And I was like, what I was getting at, it's kind of the same thing with you. Like, if you quit the farm, your dad disowns, like your whole family disowns you. In a way, yeah, basically. Like, like, say I were to become um, assistant manager and I need to build a moving crew. Say I wanted you on my moving crew. You, that's a back door for you. Like, college is a back door for me. Meaning, yeah. my back door is open. That, that's what they call it. You know, if you have too many back doors, you know, you can't. You can't. What I think is college. college for, like, at least in this, our situations now, is this job could be your mainstay, but that back door has no floor, has no bridge to the other side. This degree could be that bridge. Yeah, to help that's you. the thing, yeah. This, me getting a degree in something that I don't even know. Okay, here's the thing. Could be a backdoor for me. I don't, I don't go to college my first two years. I become a CEO. Now I have a lot more free time. I'm already making $90,000 a year. I can pay for my own college. You know what I'm saying? Will that reward you a lot better? I don't know. <laughs> Would you want to... Put, okay, so right now, basically, in some aspect, you're getting paid to go to college. <laughs> Does that... Do you feel... Would you feel better if you waited, you know, went through so much, like 13 hours a day, do whatever, and what you do is you go and become a CEO, and now you pay for your own college. Would that be more rewarding for you? I don't know, man. I mean, going to college is just kind of like the societal norm. You well, know, what I, no, what I'm saying is, right now you have a great opportunity I, I'm in saying both like, avenues. Like, like, I feel normal going to college, right? Yeah. If I don't go to college, I will not feel normal. Would you appreciate it more if you went later on? Or would you, I if think, the cookies are there, would you eat the cookies now? I, or I, save I think them? the story would be a lot better. Like, look at him. Like, he didn't go to college. Like, he, he beat the societal norm. So like, you want it for the story? I guess. I mean, like, yeah, kind of. You know, it's kind of like, like, look at him. Like, he's not the normal. Like, he, he found his own way. 
you know, everyone's going to college because that's what they've been told. You know, I figured out I don't need to go to college. You know, Mm. no one needs to go to college. I mean, some people people need to go to college. But those people who say like, okay, like in your case, I don't know, it's a little different with money and stuff. But people who have no idea, there, there's some people who are less fortunate as, in an opportunity yeah. or whatever, and they say small community college, which there's a community college that is great in my eyes, located in Godfrey. Yeah. Lewis and Clark. Yeah. yeah. Amazing college. There's some people who are not as fortunate in funding and uh, funds, but they say that's not good enough for them. What, LC? I mean, LC. They want to go to Illinois State. Oh, ISU. It's a good college too. Yeah, but it's just. I'd like to go to ISU. I know what you. It's a party school, baby. (laughs) (laughs) But if you had the opportunity, that's another thing. Less expensive. Less expensive. Same degree. And right now, oh, ISU looks better on my transcript. But later on the road, whenever I'm paying for it, whenever I should be. Raising a family, getting a house, moving on with my life with bigger things. Just because you're impulse by or you're just too ignorant to realize where you should invest your money that you're yeah. going to be paying for, for, would that piss you off also? I mean, like, sure. does, that, does that piss you off whenever people say that? Like, they're too good to go to? Yeah. yeah. I mean, sure, like, like Lewis and Clark, like, it's a great bridge. You know, it's, I mean, you're pretty much getting the same education for a cheaper price, but, like... You can only go there for two years. And now it's time for, you know, a big university. You know? I mean, yeah, sure, you save a few years. But not all your classes transfer. You know, Oh, not all of them do? Not not, not all the time. So you might even stay longer at the bigger university. You might stay there for three years. Ah. So now you're taking five years worth of class. Okay, there, there's always hoops there. Okay. Yeah. No, so, I mean, it, it's, it, I mean it, it, you know, it varies by situation. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't know. I mean, like, like with Trent's degree... Like, with what Trent wants to go into, being PA, like, you got to go to school for that. Yeah, you know, no there's, one, there's no going around that. Yeah, yeah. like, you got to get your MD license and shit, like, yeah. some of it, yeah. Dude, talking about college, like, I don't know, the rough part was, what was it, graduate, like, graduating and then uh, your party or whatever, like, you get hounded by family members. You are worthless if you do not get out of college. What exactly. is your plans? You know, exactly. after that, I'm just going... You know, 12, 14-hour work days. I'm like, this ain't too bad. Like, I don't need this shit. I'm gonna. I'm obviously going to go, but it's just, I don't know when. My life now, you know? Yeah. In which, I mean, I don't have too much control, but I've said it enough times. Like, you, the, the word's already out that I might go into the armed forces. Yeah. It's not like I can just pull back now you know what i mean yeah. so yeah i mean you know it's your decision but like like going to college like you really like get to enjoy your young years you know yeah you know you get there you turn 21 in college you know you go crazy you join a frat you have fun you know yeah. you really get all those years out and say you work you work for four years then you go back to college it's like now you're 30 years old and you're drinking all the time you know yeah like, i don't know i've just never really had like sure we have fun you know like us hanging out and all but I've just never really had, like, how can I say this? In high school, you know, we did some extracurricular activities in some cases. Yeah. I've always 
been on the way out. Like, how do I get out of the situation if shit goes to the, hits the wall? Right. Part of the situation is solving that, or sure, we're going to get in trouble. Part of the experience is getting in trouble, you know? Yeah. Having not, the, ha- yeah. not knowing how to get out because you're immature and you don't think two steps ahead in which when you're in a, if you think of your life as a business, getting in trouble is like getting audited by the IRS and you have to go out of business until you pay all your taxes or something. Like that's how it looks to me. Like whenever I did extracurricular activities, two steps ahead and you guys just got so annoyed and annoyed me because I was like, I was thinking two steps ahead. What if this, what if that, what if this, you know what I mean? And legitimately, not one time have I been totally free as like a teenager, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just how I've been raised. Dude, you should be a lawyer. Lawyer? Yeah. Nah, bro. Law school? <laughs> Going to pre-law, baby. <laughs> See what you have to take. Oh, all you need is an email. That's all you need. <laughs> That's all you need? <laughs> I don't know. That's one honest. expensive email. Um, but I don't know, man. I mean, what the heck? I forgot what you were talking about. School ball. I don't know. But yeah, like, so when you did, when you personally did extra clicker activities in high school, like you, you weren't thinking to, you were just having fun and being in the moment, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Ever since I've legit never felt that before. Having fun? Or like being like outlawed? Like, like that, being like that, and actually having fun, fun. Being like free, being free because I always knew, I've always had a schedule. Like weekends gone, had to work. Weekends had to do this. Summer, like there was time when I was a kid, middle school. It was eighth grade year, right out of like that was the first time I went uptown. Without having a reason to be there, baseball game have to be there, have to play, have to do that. Jaguar practice have to be there, but once the final whistle blows, hop mom's car, going home, eat supper, go to bed, yeah, work the next day. You know what I mean? I've never had. I've always been like, okay, I'm hanging out with you guys. I'm taking my sleep away to have fun, but I know the next day is gonna be struggle. Yeah, it's never been like. Oh, I can do this. You know what I mean? It's definitely like what you make out of it. Like whenever I'm, you know, we're cruising around after Eric's house or something like that. Extra quick. But like, yeah, sure. Like I could be freaking out. Like, oh, fuck. Well, there's cops. You know, I could be freaking out. Or I could just, you know, just say, fuck it. You know, whatever happens, happens. You know, life's a journey. You know, we're all going through the journey together. We're sharing our journey. You know, you're sharing your journey with me. You're telling me about that. And then like, it's a journey, you know? Like I was thinking about that. Like I was walking to Walmart and like, Shit's a trip. Like, people are just, like, being weird and shit. Like, this is it. You know, this is the journey. You know? Yeah. It's, it's slowly... It's just take it one step at a time, you know? Like, it, it mind blows me. Like, bro, one day, it's just gonna be... The sun's gonna rise one day. Gonna or die. it depends on whenever it happens that day. But you're just gonna be, become a father. You're gonna have a, someone you have to take care of or whatever. I look forward to that day, man. I can't wait to have a kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I was going through this. Like, imagine if I had a kid or 
if I had a like if I had a girl get pregnant, which never happened. Yeah, I dude, know. I see a lot of girls on Tinder with babies. God. Sometimes I swipe on them. I just want to know what it's like. I don't know, but but I was just like going through the mo that the steps through my head. Okay, I have a girl pregnant. I know she's pregnant. Nine months from now, we're gonna have a little junior running around. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. There's two ways. You be a pussy, in which some people do, and they abandon, start new, run away. What kind of man are you if that happens? You know what I mean? You abandon your kid? Some people, you know some people who did that, yeah, right? Yeah, you're a fuck. You're exactly. Kid. I'm like, okay, the honorable thing is, I'm going to make sure that kid has the best life he can ever have. And the girl, hopefully she's there, you know. But it's a team now. Yeah. I, dude, I just don't... To support this kid. I do not want to get divorced when I... Whenever I have a kid, like... Dude, that shit, it... Like, whenever, like, I was young, you know, I don't, like, I was in, like, kindergarten. I, yeah, I was in, I was in kindergarten. Like, it was, like, my kindergarten summer when they split. Yeah. And, like, it didn't really affect me that much. You know, I was just young, you know, I was like, oh, this is what's happening, you know, this is fine. You know, it definitely affected my brothers a lot more. You know, he was, oh, my, Matt was in, like, he was in third, thir- third grade, because I was in kindergarten, he was four years older. Like, you know, a third grader, man, like, that's gotta affect you. You know, it definitely yeah. affected him more than me. I just don't want that to happen to my kids, man. Yeah, you know? definitely. Like, it's just stress. Like, I, I, like I'm I'm always stressed. Like, I kind of, like, have fun with it, you know, trying to make the best of it. Stress, stressed in which way? I don't know. Like, I always, I always feel like stressed. Like, have something that's going on that you can't control in which... Like, sometimes, like, I feel like I'm out of control. Like, like so, like, I'll be driving, and, like, I like I don't feel like I'm in the driver's seat. You just feel wound, so wound up, and you can't do something about it? Yeah, like, like sometimes, like, I, like... I don't know, like, I just feel like I'm not. David, do you do you like uh, dog toys? No. Well, it's probably the price of them, right? Yeah. They're probably really expensive. They really have no meaning behind them, you know, like recycled or anything. Like, there's no help to anything. Exactly. You just kind of buy them and throw them away. Yeah. Well, Nuchuko is a company that provides upcycled pet toys. Started from Daniel Jarden. Really? You know who Daniel Jarden is? No. He's actually sitting right next to you, really? forcing us to do this ad. Huh. Yeah. And Daniel Jarden's a really cool guy. He's on the podcast and everything, and everybody loves Daniel. So you gotta buy his stuff. He has cat toys, dog toys, and they are all available from repurposed farm materials from the farm he works at. Really? Yeah, really. Huh. You can find Daniel Jarden's business, Moochuko, on Facebook and Instagram at Moochuko, M-O-O, Moochuko, like you're chewing on something, C-O-Co. Bing, bam, boom. Moochuko is not responsible for anything that I said in this podcast. Hard day's work, right? We'll have to do this again sometime, yeah. That's not even the worst of it, bro. Listen, dude, this is funny fucking... Sh- this is quality, actually. This is really... I might get in trouble by playing this. Really? Do you do your coworkers listen to this podcast? No, I haven't told anyone about it. I'll just read it. So that way I'm not playing her voice. She said, um... Hello, David. This is Blankety Blank. We are scheduled for an install for DirecTV. Um, I would like to, We talked it to you in Walmart. Um, gave me her phone number. And she goes, I'd like to reschedule my install. Uh, it's time to get up and at him. Come on, big boy. You're with the job. Call me back. <laughs> That's what she said to me. She said, come on, big boy. Time to get up. Call me back. <laughs> Dude, literally called me at 6.42 a.m. 
My eyes don't open till 7.30 at least. Jeez. <laughs> Dude, I woke up and I heard that. I laughed so hard, man. Oh, my God. It made me chuckle. Alrighty, Daniel, say the end. The end.